For a week this spring, NPR's Steve Hent allowed a small team of computer experts to plant a bug in his home office and monitor his Internet traffic. It was an eye-opening experiment, which he described earlier to David Green. Yeah, the idea was for Steve to act as a stand-in for all of us and see just how much the NSA or anyone else who intercepted his Internet connections could actually find out just by watching unencrypted traffic from his phone and laptop flow by. And Steve's team learned a lot. Despite the fact that every major Internet provider has added some kind of encryption to its services over the past year, Steve's life online was really easy to track. The team also realized that you don't have to be the target of the NSA or a hacker for your traffic to be intercepted in this way. There is this hole in mobile security that could make tens of millions of Americans vulnerable. It's been well known in the industry for years, and it could let even unsophisticated hackers capture your traffic, monitor your connections, even maybe steal your identity. Here again is Steve. When I tapped my own internet traffic, Sean Gallagher, a reporter from the tech news site Ars Technica, came to my house and we took this little device. It's called a Pone Plug, and it was invented by Dave Porcello, a computer security expert. And we took this thing and we physically attached it to my computer network. And uh, now I'm going to turn on the, the Wi-Fi. Dave was on a speakerphone watching my internet traffic from his office in Vermont. Seeing how much data streamed out of my phone the second I connected kind of blew everyone away. My phone pinged Apple, Google, Yahoo, and then apps like Twitter and Facebook connected to the net. This all happened in just seconds, and I didn't touch the phone. If Dave was a hacker, those few seconds could have been a goldmine. And anything that you're logged into, basically when you can reconnect, it basically re-logs in. So there's an opportunity for an attacker to capture either the cookie or maybe even just the password. And it turns out the device in your pocket, your beloved smartphone, chances are really good that it is constantly out there, relentlessly looking for networks like this to connect to. Pretty much. Basically, yeah. Oliver Weiss works with Dave Porcello at their company, Pony Express. So when you have wireless turned on, your, your phone or your laptop is sending out what are called probe requests out to the world saying, hey, where's my network? Hey, where's my network? Is this network around? Where's this network? There's this book I read to my kids by P.D. Eastman. It's called Are You My Mother? And it's about this tiny baby bird that falls out of its nest and goes wandering around the world asking whatever it meets, are you my mother? First, it asks a cow and then a dog. And then it asks a cat. Weiss says there are actually evil Wi-Fi networks out there in the world that are programmed to act like a hungry cat. That when approached by your little baby telephone, will say, yes, I am your mother. Yes, I'm your network. And if your phone believes that cat... At that point, it's in the middle and it can basically intercept all traffic going through it. The cat has captured all of your traffic. That open Wi-Fi connection opens doors for hackers. They can get in the middle of transactions between, say, you and your bank. And Oliver Weiss used this kind of man-in-the-middle attack to capture an email password. I don't know if you can read that. Password equals ponies1, or ponies exclamation point. <laughs> so it just captured your username and password. Exactly. Now, if you set up your phone correctly and only sign on to Wi-Fi networks you know, you could make these attacks more difficult. But some of America's biggest companies, like AT&T and Comcast, are aggressively rolling out nationwide open public Wi-Fi networks, networks that are insecure. Imagine taking your home internet with you when you leave the house. 
Now, these guys aren't the only companies doing this, but they're the biggest. Comcast is turning customers' cable boxes into public Wi-Fi hotspots and has a million hotspots across the country. AT&T offers open Wi-Fi connections at most Starbucks. A big problem with uh, AT&T phones is that they all have a preferred network on their list. By default, that's open, and that's AT&T Wi-Fi. And Oliver Weiss says there's no password. So when you know, your AT&T phone is near an open AT&T Wi-Fi network, it'll automatically connect. It will connect to a legit AT&T Wi-Fi hotspot, or hotspots called AT&T Wi-Fi that are set up by hackers or us. And Auk says if folks are just walking by one of these evil hotspots and their phone connects, they will probably never know. There's all this stuff going on behind the scenes. I mean, literally invisible packets in the air coming out of their pocket, (laughs) saying things about who they are and where they've been and what they do. In the past year, the number of people using Xfinity Wi-Fi has almost tripled. Comcast told me that the number of -of out-of-home Wi-Fi sessions shot up 750%. Don Bailey, a security expert at LabMouse, says these public Wi-Fi connections don't have to be insecure. There should be a way to identify whether or not you've attached to a public Wi-Fi. He says that should happen automatically. He says when you connect to a Wi-Fi network like this, all your traffic should be encrypted without you having to do anything. And in fact, both Comcast and AT&T already offer consumers apps that will do this. But you have to buy them, install them, and opt in. So most people don't. I asked both companies if these open Wi-Fi networks were opening up millions of their consumers to potential attacks. AT&T said it took extraordinary measures to keep its consumers safe. Comcast said it was planning to roll out a more secure Wi-Fi network sometime in the future. But it didn't say when. That reporting coming from Steve Henn, and Steve joins us on the line right now to talk about the series. And Steve, one interesting lesson from this experiment, I mean, we are all really vulnerable in those moments when our mobile device or computer is trying to connect to a public Wi-Fi network. If Comcast can make networks like this more secure, I mean, what's the holdup? Well, part of the problem is that for Comcast to roll out a more secure system, it needs the cooperation of everyone who uses it. So Apple, Android, device manufacturers, they all have to agree to use the same system. So that takes time. And it's one of the issues we've seen again and again throughout the series. The other problem that we've noticed is that even when companies roll out encryption, there are often bugs. So we found a bug in Google's location data that they've now patched. We found that Snapchat was showing when kids signed up for their service in the clear, and they fixed that as well. And we've seen lots of examples. And unless you really dig through the packets and the traffic, you don't see when encryption is breaking down. And that's probably difficult for people like me who don't do this kind of stuff to dig through things like that and find out when things are breaking down. Anything that I can do, given all the leaks that you found to make myself more secure? Well, there are lots of little things you can do, like you can mess with your settings on your phone, turn off Wi-Fi or turn off location services. But I think for most people, that really doesn't work. For encryption to keep us all safe, I think it has to be built into the background and so simple to use that it's happening without us even knowing it. I mean, the one positive thing that's come out of this reporting for me is that we're seeing companies begin to move to that. And that was just unheard of a year ago. Interesting week of reporting. NPR technology correspondent Steve Henn. Steve, thanks a lot. My pleasure. 